do 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 through the fire, through the living, through the wall. For a chance to be with you, I gladly risk it all. Through the fire. I had to, I had to, I, I had to do it. That, I, I was listening to that song all day. I had to do it. Uh, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end the song, the, the show with another song. But I had to, I had to do that one good time. So. Since right, I got that out of the way. Exactly. But, you know, we got to get back into this. You <laughs> know. As your boy Six Man K Styles coming in through here. I know a lot of people missed me on Friday Night Madness. Uh, Daddy Duties do come first. So I am back today on Cooler Talk Monday with your boy, the DJ. The Devonair Six Man K Styles. To my stage left. As you already know who that is, that is the great one, Mad Mike Sports, the mad scientist. I hope everybody's John Tarosier. I haven't seen that name in a minute. Good God. Oh man, Bro, you see we are man. Y'all, y'all gotta stop with this ghost watching, man. Let us know what y'all like, hey, you can leave a comment, an emoji or something. Come on, peeps. But you already know that they always gotta be in hiding because at the end of the day, the K Styles come through with the ones and twos. The beautiful people come out. And I hope everybody had a beautiful day here today on a Monday. And I see Miss Maggie T is already in here cracking up because she, I think this may be the first time she's seen this. You better get down with it. You better get down with it. But we got three special words that we got to say to them every show. And what are those three special words, Mike? It's the real roll call. Roll call. Well, I hope y'all like my my gold dust impression. Uh, I think I might stick with that for now on. And today's roll call is gonna go with. I just want to throw that up there. Appreciate that, Jonathan. <laughs> really, truly appreciate that. Oh man, and we definitely appreciate everybody tuning in. So today's roll call is gonna be Joseph Thornton, Pat Norris. Bubba Gump. We got the professor in the building. NFL head coach Noah Tendale. As you already know, Atlanta Nation. Michael Walker. Not that Michael Walker. YMOF Jamal. Trauma Locks. ATL Joe. ATL Leo. Isaac Crimes. Like I said, Miss Maggie T Productions. Living a Dream EJ, Ghost Peppers, Daniel Bell. Hey, man. Let's get Millie Mills and Decode. Let's go ahead and get this show. Oh, man. Hey, look, I got a, one of my homies done popped in here today. I have two of them. Oh, haven't seen that name in a minute. I haven't seen that name in a while. Miss Sonya is in the building as well as yeah, Rakondo, yeah. which is one of my player partners, and help him get to his goal. 
three, two, one. Ah, what's going on, people, man? You already know this is Q and A Monday, man. So we gonna go ahead. We done put we done put the APB out. We done asked y'all about some questions for the day. We're gonna answer a couple questions, and then we're gonna talk about which Falcons rookie are we looking forward to the most? And like I said, definitely shouts out to everybody that's tuning in. Let's go ahead and get this thing. Oh, Carrie. Carrie. I can't do that song. Bro. I got to listen to that song again. <laughs> I got to listen to that song again. I, I got that song in my Spotify playlist, but every time I see her name, I'm going to sing that song. <laughs> but let's go ahead and start yeah, the q and Everybody like, man, y'all got y'all up and singing songs in there. <laughs> Like, man, hey, look, we, we look, hey, man, it's just we, we just love to see the fact that we, 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 everybody gets seven days in the building. Maggie got seven days. What, 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 Sunday, Sunday, yeah, always, always get damn serenaded. It it, is, like I said, it's good to see the Falcon feet, the female Falcon Mm -hmm. fans come out. Oh, yeah, you don't see two, don't see them too often, but. We definitely show appreciation to them as well because most of the time they're more knowledgeable than most of the. Um, Ooh, I, I, I I hate to say it like this, most of the niggas that I know. But <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Oh, but boy. but let's go ahead and kick this Q and A off, man. Let's start. We're gonna start with a couple questions here. Um, I'm trying to think on how I want to start this. Do I want to start with this? Because I'm gonna I'm start with this question. This is gonna be the funny one. We're gonna kick this off like this. We gotta give a shout out to the Sugar King for this question. But we in the month of June, but <laughs> would you be open to signing Cam Newton? Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Let me show you. Let me show you what my facial expression would be. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm looking like right now. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> but let's get serious on this question. Would I be open to signing Cam Newton? Hell no, to the no, 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 hell to the no. There's a reason why. Nobody got him right now. There's a reason why he ain't playing right now. And the issue is, is you already have established guys here that are implemented to the system. Like I said, Mariota already knows the system. Ritter is getting up on the system. Why would you bring in a guy that you got to teach everything to? And remember, even with him going to Carolina last year, he ain't played football in a while. And it was a brand new system for what he was used to when he used to be in Carolina. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noah today got the right. He got the right mindset. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have that ready soon. The why? We gotta use that. I'm gonna get that sound bite. We gonna get, yeah, get that. that. Yeah, get that sound bite. We we gotta use that, man. Yeah. Alex gonna be laughing like hell, but he gonna be a sound bite of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, I, I, I'm not open to signing no damn Cam Newton. I know everybody's been talking about the whole thing of he threw the ball underhanded fifty yards and. How he still got? Yeah, he better throw that bitch underhanded. Cause hell, he throw overhand. He gonna throw that shoulder out of place. That's what's gonna happen. But oh man, I'm like damn. I'm like damn. We already complaining about Ritter's accuracy. You got people complaining about Mariota's accuracy. Like you gonna bring in a guy who notorious for not being accurate. But this is one of those um, one of those mindsets where people just want Cam Newton for the aesthetics of it, with him being the um, Atlanta the Atlanta hometown kid, um, the representation of what Cam Newton brings, not only to what well, we just gonna say the culture, but for a realistic standpoint, hell no. Go ahead, Mike. What do you think on that question, man? Um, the question is, is well, the question is, why consider bringing him in? Um, of course, I'll consider anybody. Uh, when you look at the system with the Falcons run, you can consider it. They have two mobile quarterbacks. So the question becomes, does Cam Newton fit the system. Um, I believe he fits the system because that's something that Arthur Smith does is he uses a lot of motion. He uses quarterbacks in the running game. Um, and he likes to throw the ball um, in the middle of the field. Cam is not always accurate. Uh, I think we all know that, but he can make those throws that Arthur ex- that he wants. But the biggest issue with Cam Newton is um is turnovers. Arthur don't like turnovers. <laughs> Say that again. I'm telling you, right. <laughs> Arthur does not like turnovers. So yeah, he does everything that Arthur Smith wants his quarterbacks to run, to throw hard, and to make you know those you know use your arm. That's something that Cam does. He he has an arm. He has a strong arm. He can run. He's mobile. Um, that fits into what Arthur likes to do, but he's a damn turnover machine. Ain't no way in hell I want him on the team with a bunch of young guys, and he's a turnover machine. Look at the comment. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta Nation said, I do not want Drake London going through another Keenan Slovis situation. Bro, <laughs> see? <laughs> see, that right there. Nope. See, that's the reason why. That's exactly why. He's a he's a turnover waiting to happen. That dude will flip. Cam <laughs> knew just a, he he clumps his hell. Like I don't I don't we don't need that. We already got swooped for today as Matt Ryan for 14 years. You know what I'm saying? The only time Matt Ryan can scramble if he got a straight line. Let's keep that trill. All right. So 
we don't need Cam Newton there. Like, it, it, whether it's his shoulder, him trying to run over somebody, or he fumbles the ball, or he throw the ball 10, 20, 30, 30 yards out of bounds into the stands. Like, dude is just a – like, he's just a mess. Cam is an absolute mess, and that's the reason why he was out in – he was out in the, with the Patriots because he was just he was just a nightmare. He just couldn't do anything right. So hell no, nah, he wouldn't. Arthur wouldn't last. He wouldn't <laughs> even last through practice for Arthur. Arthur. Arthur does not like turnovers. He despises. If you look at the sideline and you see his offensive lineman jumping off, he is he grabbing these guys here in their face. He looked at Matt Ryan one time when Matt Ryan made a bad read. I think he threw an intercept. Well, he looked like Matt Ryan. He looked at Matt Ryan like he wasn't even a damn Hall of Famer. But boy, he boy, he in his mind, in his mind, he bitch slapped Matt Ryan for the damn. Yeah. I know he was looking like that when. When Russell Gage fumbled that ball against Detroit, exactly. I know you're looking at Quadri. Bro, he had the he had look. The only way Quadri got a, a second chance is because I believe Davis got hurt. I, I, I mm. believe it was Davis. Yeah, Davis. And I think no. towards the end of the yeah. year, Cordero would start kind of wearing down, and that's why he had to. Like he was forced to use uh, quarterback. Yeah, Arthur don't like turnovers, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cam Newton is the perfect throw him up, bust him up quarterback right now. No one said he has third string quarterback energy. Hey man, like I said, and Tony right here has a point. Just because Cam was born and raised in Atlanta does not mean that he should be playing for Atlanta. That's dumb. That is true. Because mm-hmm. if that was the case, the damn Miami Dolphins would goddamn be winning all the Super Bowls. If that was the case. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Think about how many players and came from Miami. <laughs> Bro, <Bruh. laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Most of the talent come from Florida, Texas, Texas, Cali, Georgia, Cali people. A lot of Cali people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So, 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 what you're saying is Cam. Is a possibility, but turnovers, uh, fuck no. Fuck no. I don't like turnovers. <laughs> I hate turnovers. Yo, you don't like Apple turnovers, man. Them shit be good as hell. <laughs> I like Apple turnovers, not those. <laughs> if y'all know where I got that from, man, shout out to Children of the Dollars. He always be talking about Apple turnovers and shit. <laughs> Butterfingers. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go to the next question, man. Let's go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to that, hold on. I think somebody said, um, hold on. Hold on. I think I think you might need to answer this question right quick. Hold on. Somebody came in here said, if we're better offensively this year over the Colts, with your opinion on Matt Ryan 
for the past four years changed? No. Cause he had he had asked before he he said before um he feels like with Matt Ryan gone the offensive line would be light years better under Mariota or Redder. No. Opinions change on Matt Ryan. If we are better offensively this year, no. Did you see oh, what no. he had to do? <laughs> oh, no. Why the fuck I'm gonna take back sixty thousand yards passing? You fucking nuts. Huh? <laughs> MVP, uh, Super Bowl. He, he's like, there's nothing a quarterback, anything a quarterback has done, Matt Ryan has done it outside of running fast. Right. He's no. almost, he scored more touchdowns than, you know, have the quarterbacks that ever played the game. So, like, we talk about if the offense is better. Uh, that's more of a chemistry that has more to do with the mm-hmm. scheme and whether or not everybody else fits inside the scheme. Right. I mean, because you're talking about an offense in its entirety. So if the offense flows better in this offense, is because the scheme is a lot more simplified. When you get down to running certain routes, with the Falcons are going to run a lot of slants. They're going to run a, a run a lot of dig routes. And K Styles called this last year when he he hit me up. He's like, "Hey, you need to look at this Cincinnati offense. It's all, awfully similar to what the Falcons are doing." He called that a long time ago. K Styles called that a long time ago. So y'all might want to thank K Styles for um, our draft pick, <laughs> Des Ritter. All right. He called that long time ago. Mm-hmm. Before a lot I mean, I mean, I'm about to say for anybody that remember me talking about Desmond Ritter, you put some sixes in the chat because mm-hmm. I know I've distinctively been just saying. Hey, I'm just we, saying. We, we, we different. We different. I want to see if anybody throw some sixes in there. If they if they remember if they remember. Mm-hmm. Who's the first one yeah. talking about Dead and Riddle? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. I don't want nobody talking about him. I sure hell wasn't. I wasn't thinking about a quarterback. <laughs> I'm looking at that sorry as yeah. over the line. Yeah. <laughs> the last nah, thing I, I, nah, I oh, cause the thing I say about what I said about him is like I said, if you just look at the offense at Cincinnati, it's pretty much the same thing. The difference is as it really wasn't no difference because the offensive line was not good neither. Mm-hmm. And it showed up against teams like Alabama and Georgia and stuff like that. You got to be good in the trenches when you're playing against SEC teams. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep it real. If, you, your yeah. offense, if your trench play ain't worth a damn, it'll show up when you play against some SEC teams. That's all Kirby. That's all he really recruits is offensive linemen and defensive linemen and linebackers, tight ends. <laughs> That's really all that he does. He yeah. kills it every year going out to the trenches. So, right. Um, who the question was? Uh, who asked that question? I uh, who King, 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 King Joffrey. Um, but yeah, um, your question, um, as far as like you know, what you know, would I my uh, opinion change? Like, no, my opinion won't change. But um, this is a good question. But it came down to 
like when we talk about the offense, I think a lot of people, and it's largely due to the fact that we got idiots at ESPN, idiots at the NFL Network, and idiots at Fox. All they want to do is focus on the quarterback. Like the quarterback is the only position that makes everything run. It really starts with the coach. We sit up here and talk about the players on the field all we want to, but if the coach doesn't have a solid scheme and he sticks to that solid scheme, um, the players won't follow suit. Like we see that every year with the Saints. The Saints offense ain't never changed. They like they, Sean Payton been playing. Uh, uh, he been coaching that team about fifteen years or something like that. <laughs> they offense has never changed. Nothing about their offense has ever changed. They've been running the same scheme. The same thing with Kyle Shanahan and Mike Shanahan. They've been running the same scheme for 40 years. Nothing has changed. Okay? That motherfucker was born with that playbook in his head. That boy Kyle Shanahan had that playbook in the womb. Bruh, like for real. <laughs> Nothing about – and that's what makes offenses great. It's not the quarterback. It's not the wide receiver. It's not the running back. It's not the offensive line. It's the coach understanding and believing in that system and running the same plays to perfection, perfection. Study the plays, study the playbook, and running, 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 repeat, rinse. I, I forgot how that phrase goes, but rinse, repeat, something, something, something like that. God damn, I, God damn, 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 we just going to say they do it all the damn time. <laughs> they do it all the damn time. It's a Russian phrase, but I forgot the Russian phrase. But it, look, it, it's over and over and over again. All right. Oh, you're talking about Suplex City? They just mm-hmm. call it Suplex City. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get to this next question, man. Hey, Kid, Kid, I appreciate the question, man. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, let's get to this question right here. I thought this was a very interesting one here. He said, Boogie124, shouts out to Boogie124, said, who do y'all think will be the team captains this season? Ooh. We know who it ain't going to be. <laughs> <laughs> we know what I mean. <laughs> he out there, he outside, he, he he out there running routes on the field right now, <laughs> getting ready for next season. <laughs> About to dig a hole in the damn ground, running down rocks, man. <laughs> oh boy! But um, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that shit, that, that shit crazy. I'm gonna go man. do a video. That, that, that too. You, you reminded me. You reminded me of that. I mean, that Calvin really out there running routes like he 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 putting out tape like a uh, dude. No, you got a gambling problem. Sit your ass down. I remember when all all y'all people was on Twitter, bro. I I got the business for saying that that man was not depressed. He looked mighty fine when he can't play football. I'm, I'm just that's that's all I'm gonna say. He looked fine when he can't play football. It ain't nothing wrong with him now. He he he, he can't play football, and he ready to play, play football. When you run it, when it's time for you to play football, you don't want to play football. You're gambling and all that type of stuff. So, hey man, look, I'm look. <laughs> I, I'll say this about I'll say this about that situation. 
I hope, and 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 it's probably a hot take. It's probably a hot take, despite everything I even said about him. This is a hot take. Y'all probably heard me say this before. If he got his shit together, I'm welcoming Kevin really back. If he got his shit together, I'm welcoming him back. Because he's still Calvary. He's still that player. He's still one of those players. When you look at his skill set, we know what he can do. And about time, Drake London, Kyle Pitts to be at least another year, uh, two years um, under his belt. You got the offensive line that's starting to jail. He comes in. You talking about a receiving core and an offense is is it's disgusting right now. And you look, you you have a running back crew that those guys, Tyler all's year, depending on what Cordero, Patterson, Damian Williams, Quadre, if those guys develop, you got Kyle, you got Kyle Pitts, you got Drake Lennon. And you got Calvin Ridley on, on your team now. That that right there is a hell of an offense. And I'm gonna say this right now. That's more dangerous, in my opinion, than a Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley with Austin Hooper. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley. That's a nasty, that's like that's 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 nasty. Well, because you have a whole bunch of guys that can actually do damage in the red zone. That's one thing about Calvin Ridley. He can get <laughs> he can catch touchdowns. Okay. We he can touch we can count on him to catch touchdowns. But, he might not be able to uh you know run over the middle, but he, when nah. he get in that red, the red zone, he just somehow I don't know how I don't know if he's running scared, but look, that dude can find a way to get open in the red zone. He, he just has that innate ability. He just right. get open in the red zone. Right. That, a lot of people don't have that. Right. So, my team captains, team captains, man, like I said, I, you know, obviously I'm looking at Grady. He, Grady probably is going to be the main captain. I can see Grady being a captain. Um, I think this one's gonna be surprising that I say this, but I think Young Way Koo's gonna be a captain this year too. Ooh, that's, um, that's nice. Oh, uh, let's see. D Debo gonna Debo gonna be a captain, of course. Um, as crazy as it sounds, mm-hmm. him and Grady are the. Oldest guys on him, Grady and Jake Matthews are the oldest guys, longest tenure guys on this team. So Jake is gonna be a captain as well. Yeah, and I say Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I think you have to put Marcus since he's the uh, quarterback. He has to be a captain, um, and he's the longest tenured offensive player. You know, not not an offensive lineman um, that you can trust that has experience and played a lot. So we we have older guys, but a lot of those guys in the receiving core haven't really played 
mm-hmm. um, a tremendous amount of, um, of starting snaps. Like mm-hmm. they played, you know, as backups, but like we're talking about starting positions. Yeah, Marcus Mariota is that guy. So I would say Marcus Mariota, Grady. You got to throw Dion in there. I, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dion isn't. You you might want to throw AJ in there. Um, it's, it's it's a toss up between those guys, but I I don't, yeah. I don't I can't see them passing up Deion Jones as a team captain. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, because he's been a captain on this team for the past few years. Mm-hmm. I don't see any reason why you would take away that captainship when he didn't do anything to deserve it getting taken away. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's just one of those cases where a lot of times even your greatest players necessarily might not be captains on the team. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Mm-hmm. They might want to just do something different with their captains and not necessarily the guy that's the you know mm-hmm. more popular ones, but like the most vocal, yeah. most vocal guys. Hell, hell! Like I said, they might catch us off guard. Y'all might see Cordero Patterson as a captain on yep. this team. Yep. That's yeah, I can easily see that. Mm-hmm. That we tell, <laughs> like I said, if they going just straight off of energy and mother, if, if they're going off of energy and goofiness, Frank Darby would be a damn captain. <laughs> but well, no, nah, he ain't putting no, he ain't putting no teeth in the game yet to do that shit. You want them people that I just want to trip up. You know, he just be walking, it's just. Jumping up and down and <laughs> jumping up and down, running the hallway. You just click, you just click, you just fall on his face. It's always dancing, right? Sit your head down nowhere. The hell are you doing all that dancing for? <laughs> I mean, shit. Hey, like I said, it it is the more is a more energetic version. Would you rather have? I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna ask the people in the question here. Would um, you rather have Frank Darby's energy? Or Stephen Means cheerleading ability. And while we doing that, know. we're gonna we're gonna put the waiting music, see what people say. Now, I mean, how the people in here probably Migos fans? So that ain't it. This it won't even be. Now, as we do this little intermission on the question, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and subscribe to Mad Mike Sports as well as Six Man K Styles. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you share this. We got 94 people in here. I don't know what the likes is looking like, but they should be at least around 50. So yeah, hit the like button. We definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate that. So, the question is: Would you rather deal with Frank Darby's energy or Stephen Means' cheerleading ability? See, I, I knew it. I knew people was gonna say that. See, I told you, I knew that. Damn, boy, y'all so y'all so gullible for a happy little smiling motherfucker. God, y'all get raw. Motherfucker, smile <laughs> y'all face. Y'all really do chill for. Them. I think I think what it is, I think the reason why people are speaking on Frank Darby is because 
like it's it's one it's one thing to kind of have like that energetic guy to kind of make things loose in the locker room. Like like that's what Frank Darby kind of brings. Cause like you said, yeah, he's always goofing and laughing and acting crazy as hell. But the thing, it, especially when you have a younger locker room, it kind of resonates with a lot of younger team. Cause as you see how these camps is going, you see how OTAs is going. Like you said, the energy is real different. Like mm-hmm. you don't really have a lot of guys that's kind of stoic and okay, we're gonna put our business suits on. You got a bunch of young guys coming in here with some energy. And then, like you said, I've seen Frank Darby make some plays on special teams, some key tackles on special teams. Steven means uh half the time you you just see him out there and be like, why is he out there? He there to touch everybody on the hill, man. That's what he did. <laughs> I told you he's the cheerleader, bro. Like, like he 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 there does. There you go, there you go, y'all. Like, he does. He does. Look, he does the energy after the play is done. Frank Darby gives you the energy all the time. I rather mm-hmm. deal with a motherfucker that's gonna make things positive all the time, and instead of a guy that's gonna do it situationally. Hmm. But that was a fun little that was a fun little um question right there. Let's, let's go ahead and get to this. I guess we're gonna do one more question. Um uh, we could do a couple more. We just gonna have to make these kind of <coughs> quick here. <sighs> and Damon Simon here had another one, man. We're gonna definitely appreciate him on this one. He was like do you think we can allow less than 30 sacks this year when Marcus Mariota can go back to a 2016 self? That was his best year, and he only got sacked 23 times that year. Hell yeah. Of course. This is a different offense. They're going to run the ball a lot more. They're going to use their quarterback's ability to move around, so you're going to see a lot less opportunities after get after the quarterback gonna be more opportunities to hit the quarterback but hit the quarterback as they're running rather than standing in the pocket and taking sacks um mm. off of pass plays. so again you're gonna have more opportunities to hit the quarterback because he's gonna be moving and he's gonna be running the ball so you're gonna get hit more but i would rather have the quarterback hit more um than actually getting sacked and that's just my personal preference i i'm i'm like i, I almost cried when i saw matt ryan all that blood that's the first time i ever said this shit but that shit was sad bro like it wasn't no, it wasn't nothing we can do for that dude that dude was just bleeding you saw the look on his face it was just like bro what am i doing here so i don't want to see any quarterback go through that shit ever again that was that was sad. It, you see, it was worse than seeing Peyton Manning can't throw the ball fifteen yards. That it was just that was worse for me. And I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan, but when I saw Peyton Manning can throw the ball fifteen yards, I was like, "Damn, my man gone." But when Matt Ryan sitting on that sideline and he just waiting for the play to come in, and he's just wiping blood all over the place, and every time he stepped back, he getting yeah, hit. He <laughs> that, man, that man had a coming to Jesus moment last year. Like, man, Lord, if, you, if you just get me away from this situation by any means necessary, 
I sure would appreciate it. And lo and behold, the blessings came when they went after Deshaun Watson. You're like, oh, Bruh. this gives me an opportunity to get the fuck up. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was tough. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Like I said, you a quarterback, you getting sat, you getting sat over almost 180 times the last three to four years, boy. That shit takes a toll on you mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in hell, even going back to the Super Bowl year, shit, the motherfucker got hit over 150 times. Yep. So he literally been he literally been getting beat on for the last fucking six years. So hey man. And I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna answer this last question before we get to our real topic for tonight. Um D. Coleman here said, in the event Dean Pease retires in the next season or two, do you see us naming Matt Pease as D.C. or bringing in a more experienced guy? I see Dean making us respectable on D and then dipping. I mean, it's pretty much set up for his son to take over anyway. That's why he brought his son with him. That's about as simple as I can say. Yeah, I don't – if they were thinking of um, – bringing in another guy and that process would already started this season so mm. being that that the process hasn't started uh they haven't brought in a more experienced guy whether it's a, a secondary guy or, or a linebacker guy that's you know with the experience of a uh don martindale you know some somebody with that caliber and you would say all right then they don't really believe in the guys um at the position coach, but they've made no moves with their position coach this season. So that tells me that the guys are already on the team, mm-hmm. which is, I think, which one of the main reasons why his son um, even took the job because he was a high school coach. Like he had his, he had his thing. Um, and he could have easily went to the college game and got even more experience. But um, yeah, I, I, like I, I think it's I think it's peace. I think it's Matt Peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it, at the end of the day, it's all set up for. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's not it's not one of those cases where, okay, we got a Matt Peace. Let's just throw him out there in DC. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Let 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 Papa let let Papa um. Bring him in slowly, and then mm-hmm. by the time Papa be like, "Hey, hey, man, I'm finna go sit in my rocking chair. I, I, I ain't got. I don't want to be on this grind no more." Here you go, son. Take over. Boom. So he already has the. He already has the game plans laid down. He already has. God, what, what's that word I'm trying to use? Okay, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna use it the um the 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 K Styles way. Mother, he just got it all laid out for him. Like, shoot, this is what you need to do. Boom, 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 boom. I tried to use a specific a specific word, and I couldn't come up with it. But yeah, everybody said what I could say. Like I said, because if they if they DPs. Get even, if not, even if it's not him, it's Frank Bush. Frank Bush has been really in the uh in the uh 
media forefront. So we got like even if it's not Matt Pees, we got um Frank Bush who's like like I said, they the media been going to him for a lot of questions. Um and they've been interviewing him a lot. So um yeah, he, he's there. Um I, I, I like typically the guy that takes over is always the quietest guy. The one right. that you least expect. Right. Thank you, Brian. People, thank you, Southside Tour. That, that shit made me sound like an idiot. Yeah, the process. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had a brain fart. That like, I'm like really, I couldn't say process. But <laughs> hey, hey, at the end of the day, man, y'all y'all feel where I'm coming from, so that's the main thing. So let's go. Ahead. God damn it! Hold, hold, hold on, y'all. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the main the main talking point for the night, man. Which Falcons rookie are you looking for? Who who do you think will make the biggest impact for this upcoming season? Um, this is a question everybody can ask. Everybody can answer. Who is the rookie that you're looking for to make the biggest impact? Um. Like I said, you got quite a few choices, man. Um, you, Mike, you already got yours, or you need a second to think mm-hmm. on it. No, I got. Who, 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 who do you think? Who are you thinking? Uh, it's my boy, D'Angelo Malone. I think you look at him. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I guess great mind, minds think alike, but I he he reminds me of another guy that killed put me on, and that Devin Lloyd. And um, mm-hmm. like he he can do everything around the line of scrimmage. He can play inside, outside. His his athleticism is just absolutely ridiculous. Everybody talk about Troy Anderson, but he's a more polished Troy Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um. Dude can absolutely fly around, and he's aggressive as hell to be so, you know, uh, to be small. I just would like he 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 was a small guy in college, but he he put on a lot of weight. But he aggressive as hell. I about to say he may be small, but he bigger than what we've had the last mm-hmm. few years. <laughs> that that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. That's what dang on sure. Uh, but yeah, I I think it's uh, D'Angelo Malone. I just. For some reason, he just he gives me this vibe of he one of them guys that gonna put on the ski mask um, in the middle of the night. Like, hey, you got some problem? Oh, we got some problem. We got some problem. All right, well, let's get it. That motherfucker look, look, look like he got a pack of black and mild ready to smoke him on the field. <laughs> he look, he look like it. that's what I need. That's exactly what I need. Hey, man. That's true. why I like his energy when he come off. It's, like mm-hmm. I said, he just look like he about ready to do whatever it is to do. One I thing like about that. one thing about him I did not know was I did not know I I didn't. I was looking at him against the run. He is very patient against the run. I, that's what caught mm-hmm. me off guard about him. Mm-hmm. Hold on. We got a, a full 99 super chat from ATL Joe. 
He said, put me on record. Okay, Troy Anderson will be the Falcons' best pick this year. Dean P's modern day Ray Lewis are Luke Keekly. Talk about talk about the um T1000. T1000. That's T1000. That's T1000, bro. He runs just like <laughs> I'm gonna run just like T1000 from Terminator, bro. I'm telling y'all, boy. Y'all need to go watch Terminator, bro. That just, 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 just watch Terminator 2 and T1000, the damn the Android slash cop. And watch how he runs, and then watch Troy Anderson run. I was like, you can't tell me they don't run the same way. Mm-hmm. No, boy, no wasted motion at all. Mm-hmm. Man. I like that, though. D'Angelo, D'Angelo Malone. Yeah, I, was, I definitely like that one because I like, like, and and, the, and Noah would tell you, hit Noah, Noah, Ashley, Noah, and Alex actually put us on. D'Angelo mm-hmm. Malone. So mm-hmm. I had to give them they credit on that one. And mm-hmm. that's a and don't forget Trey as well. But my rookie, who I feel like that's gonna make the biggest impact for this upcoming season. Mike Mike already said one of them. I gotta <laughs> go with the other one. It's gonna be um it's gonna be Tyler Algier. See, I was gonna say that one first, but I changed it to the end because I thought you was gonna. Do it. I thought you was gonna. Do it. Good God, Tyler Algier, man. Because if you actually pay attention to how the rosters is set up, he has the best opportunity out of all the rookies outside of Drake London to have significant mm-hmm. playing time. Especially with the way that they want the running backs to be. All year just he just brings another tough he just brings a certain toughness in, in the running game that even though you do have a Cordero pass, even though you do have a Damian Williams, um he just brings an edge, he just brings an edge in that backfield that none of those other guys have. Like you you have Damian Williams, you have Avery Williams, you have Cordero Patterson. Um, but these guys are not physical physical runners and what this offense needs they need a physical runner and tyler can be that physical runner for this team and it definitely and the one main person that it will help the most out of this whole backfield and, and i and i know quadri olsen i know yeah like i've already talked about quadri olsen that's the reason why i didn't really bring him up as well mm-hmm. it helps cordero patterson the most mm-hmm Yep. More than anything. Because this is why we keep saying it. Like, the main reason why I didn't bring up no Quadri Olsen because I like he has the most pressure on him this year to, to, to do something. Because watching all year run the ball is not flash, it's not funky. No, no, there's not, no, no, I can say it, I do. I was not, yeah, I'm gonna say it is it, it, it's stank. He he runs stank. <laughs> he just like boy. 
He gave them four or five yard catch. Mm-hmm. ATL Joe said CP is a physical runner. CP is a wide receiver. And mm-hmm. it showed last year. It showed. Because after week 10, he didn't look the same. He did not look the same at all. And then, well, like I said, while you have a running back that's physical, that's used to taking the hits like that, there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that they doing with all year too that I've noticed that they was doing in these offseason programs and stuff is they was working with him in the passing game. I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going to say that. Mm-hmm. He definitely getting out. Mm-hmm. They 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 use they using them in them swing them swing routes, them little mm-hmm. options out the backfield. They getting him used to that. And his hand, he got he he got saw he got. I ain't gonna say he got great hands, but he's got serviceable hands. Look, so look, this look. is. What, go ahead, go ahead. It's a difference between physical. And physical, all right. And and I probably confused the shit out of everybody when I said that. It's the difference between physical runner and a physical wide receiver. He's Mm -hmm. a physical wide receiver. He's not a physical running back. Right. Major difference. CP is one of the most physical receivers in the game, but he's a wide receiver. He's not a running back. He's not used to that. In game pound 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 and pound for pound and pound and pound and pound and pound and pound. I got said Mike Tyson has his praise. Mike Tyson had it for everybody. Got a plan until they until they get punched in the mouth. You keep on going to the body. Uh What was that? Uh When he was he was talking about Mitch Green when he was fighting fight Mitch Green. He was he was in he was in the gun making them women us. Because he right. got kept getting the ribs, like right. bro, you keep getting hit in the ribs by them power hitters. Trust me, you're gonna start to feel it mm-hmm. if you ain't been in there taking them. It's like even right. even if you take a lot of them, a lot of people's body ain't built for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because earlier in the season where Cordero Patterson was making the most impact, he was doing he was being he wasn't used exclusively as a running back. He was wide he was a football player. He lined up outside, he lined up in the back, but he mostly lined up outside. It wasn't until Mike Davis started fumbling the ball and Quadri Olson <laughs> fumbling the ball that they and Cordero Patterson just got hot. It was like right mm-hmm. around that. It was, wasn't it right around the Dolphins game, right around mm-hmm. that little yep. that little point in time when Cordell Patterson started getting hot. Because he he was getting hot we, at the backfield. Mm-hmm. We needed because uh, we didn't have um, uh, 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 <clears throat> Calvin Ridley there, so we mm-hmm. needed a playmaking ass while we kept feeding them, feeding them. Mm-hmm. Outside <laughs> of Kyle Pitts, who the hell was you throwing the ball to? <laughs> All right. Who did you trust running the ball? I, I'm waiting for an answer on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So 
I'm about to tell me no because I've been man. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, like you said, it's like a boxer taking body blows. It's like a MMA fighter taking them kicks to the kicks to the oh boy, man. <laughs> Kicking taking them kicks to the leg. No whips. Like them, they whips. Mm-hmm. That 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 look, them kicks hurt, bro. Hell yeah. Most of the people are used to like more tire fighters. The more tire fighters used to kicking trees, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that, trees. <laughs> right. That's why every time if you pay attention to a Muay Thai fighter, uh, like like if you take pay attention to them shins, them shins is always jacked up. Mm-hmm. They say the average Muay Thai fighter starts off at the age of like six or seven, but they retire by yep. that time they're 19. Like, so you get that scar tissue around their bones and um mm-hmm. get used to your bones um kicking them like mm-hmm. so right. that's years of training for that right them body yeah, like 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 Mike Tyson perfected them body blows bro but you mm-hmm. that you be like you 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 anticipate that body blow and then you get that hook he throw that, that, mm-hmm. that one little uppercut mm-hmm. on that's your ass. <laughs> Well, be walking, walking around like the Walking Dead and shit. Oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, like I said, like I said, Cordero passing physical wide receiver. You see what happened with Debo Samuel in the playoffs? It's the same as that thing. Debo wore down also again. He's a physical mm-hmm. wide receiver. He's not a physical yeah, Joe Fra- Joe Joe Frazier was another one of them boxers like yep. that. But Joe Frazier, um, I mean, Joe Foreman, <laughs> Joe Foreman used to just try to knock your ass out. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> that's right. a whole another beat, right? So, and Derek here asks, which undrafted rookies will make an impact? I guess this will be a part two to that question. Which undrafted mm. rookie do you feel like that could well, not only make this team but make an impact on this team? Um, the only one that comes to mind, to be honest, is really just self earning. Some for for me, I just feel like he just he gonna make the team. Like I, Don Maggio, like he had his chance, and I just don't. <laughs> Don Maggio been on this team for three years. Right, like, he <laughs> just don't impress. He don't impress me. Exactly. He just exactly. nothing about him impresses me at all. I'm just gonna right. be honest. Nothing. So, so you said Seth Vernon. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm. Hell, he got the easiest path to making a damn team. <laughs> Who's the competition? Who's the competition? And then he does one thing. He does one thing the other punters don't do. He's an athlete. He's, he's athlete. played wide, and he's played wide receiver too. So, he, uh-huh. yeah, he's athlete. <laughs> Tony just said another one too. Yeah, Brad Hawkins. Yeah, I can definitely see that. The only issue with him is they got so many safeties. Yeah, it's gonna be difficult. But, mm-hmm. So unless, unless you're talking about as far as special teams, I can definitely see that with Brad Hawkins. They got a lot of safeties, man. Um, I'll say 
I say the most logical because damn you you said you said you said the easiest one, <laughs> Seth Burns. <laughs> what competition does he have there? Um, That's like I said, I, like I said, I, I I would probably say Timothy Horn mm-hmm. because it's, because t- Timothy Horn. But D all D D offered is a rookie. Is he really technically? Is he really? I, mean, I don't he know. Is, is he technically? He's, because he's had experience playing in football. So like I don't know if he technically counts. Technically he counts, but I don't know if he you know he I think he because if he if he's never played in the NFL before, I think he would technically he's still count a rookie. As a rookie. He would still t- count as a rookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, but I think as far as with Timothy Horn, um, not only will it give you a depth piece on that defensive line, but he's a guy that's big enough to where he can spell a Anthony Rush. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, like like it's just one of those things where he doesn't really like like if you compare to what. The possibility of what what a Jordan Davis would have looked like with a Falcon uniform and Timothy Horn is two totally different sides of the spectrum. Like Jordan Davis is a you you see that wow you see that bam factor and Timothy mm-hmm. Horn doesn't really have that bam factor to him, but he's like one of those lunch pail guys where it's like okay uh, I'm finna do this thing I'm finna make sure everybody around me is gonna eat. Mm-hmm. And that's just fine with me because that's a lot better than Route 96. Route 96. <laughs> I don't know do what he was Because every time I oh. saw him, he was going backwards. Uh, 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 he was going backwards or he was struggling to stay in one spot. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so yeah, I'll say, yeah, I will go with Timothy Horn. Um, like I said, so the two names that y'all heard here is Seth Vernon and Timothy Horn. Timothy Horn. Yeah. I, I hear about Kuoni Dane. Uh, I don't really see it with him. Um, I don't even know what he is, to be honest with you, because he's supposed to be an inside linebacker, but he built like an outside linebacker. Um, he gets blown up. He gets blown up like a motherfucker. Um, and let me let me let me also say this. Let me also say this. I finally got a chance to look at Nathan Landman. Nathan Landman can be an X factor for this team as well. This is not my choice, but I'm just using this as an honorable mention. Nathan Landman can be because if you look at Nathan Landman, he pretty much brings to you what we thought Errol Thompson was going to bring us last year. Mm, it's yeah. the same thing. He's just downhill. I'm going to attack the line of scrimmage type type of linebacker. He's the complete opposite of Paul Warlow. <laughs> He's the complete opposite. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like I said, he and he 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 and, and y'all remember the replacements, right? Y'all remember the movie The Replacements. Nathan Landman reminds me of Dan Danny Bateman. He reminds <laughs> The line, the, the the crazy ass linebacker that was the the FBI. 
Or the, or the, or the, or the, no, he was he was the cop, the, the ex cop slash linebacker. Yeah, he remind me of Danny oh Bain. But that's if he that's if he even gets a chance to really make it on the team. I see him more so on the practice squad anyway. But we're just talking about guys that can actually make the fifty three. Yeah, I have to go with Timothy Horn because he can he he's stout enough to where he can hold up against the run, and that's one of the main things we need. Because by looking at this base defense, the Falcons gonna be rolling with Marlon Davidson went from being Grady Jarrett's backup to playing opposite of Grady Jarrett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. So we're gonna go ahead and wind it down. Before we wind it down, I gotta address one more thing. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take about I say about another six to ten minutes to addressing this shit. Because I'm so sick of hearing this and I we keep having to address this every chance we get. I want y'all to read something that I saw today. Okay. Let me say let me set it up for you, Mike. Let me set it up for everybody. Atlanta Falcons put up highlights or recaps of Marcus Mariota and OTAs. That what we saw the we saw that he looked crisp throwing that out route. That's the one thing I can say. That out route looks beautiful. The way he threw the ball. Well, Falcon fans, you better expect a lot of out routes. A lot of dig routes. But here was the comment <clears throat> that I saw that literally had me on the um on on on, on this shit look on the sit your goofy ass downside of the game right here. So one one particular fan says Pro Sports Outlook said Mariota is gonna have an extremely solid season this year. The Falcons are gonna surprise a lot of people. Look at the comment that was right under there. I hope not I hope we lose as many games as we can so we can draft CJ Stroud. Well, I swear to you, I at least be having y'all nuts because y'all girlfriends do not have them. That's the face right there. <laughs> that was we my be y'all nuts. Like y'all, like they y'all can't do nothing without. Slobbering all over another. It's like, what's wrong with y'all? <sighs> why? Why would you even say that? How, how are you a football fan of any team and say some stupid ass shit? Hmm. Hold on, let me let me let, hold on. I, yeah, go, go. Hold on, I got I got to do some magic right quick. Please do. Please put that up. Please do it. The uh, even a man with that statement. No man will even make that statement. And uh, here, and like I said, this comes down to the same issue that we keep seeing here in Falcon fandom, quote unquote fandom. It's this idea that 
we we win by tanking. We lose by winning. This is the most ass backwards type of thinking I think anybody can ever have. Not only just as a sports fan, but just in life in general. Yeah. It's a loser mentality. That's a buster. That's a buster right there, boy. I ain't even going to tell no lie. That's a a buster buster mentality. You win by losing and you lose by winning. And Tony Wright was like, yeah, fuck them comments underneath. The is that, like I said, we, we really don't give a damn about the comments. It's just, they, they, they just fun as hell to pick apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, oh, they definitely. <laughs> they fun to pick apart. Because we have to once again go through this as people, I ain't going to say people, it's like, and this is what, this is where I blame the ESPNs, the Fox Sports and stuff like that is trying to hype guys up before the damn season even played out. What's the point of even going down that road when you don't know? Like I said, you don't even know if those guys are even going to be worth a damn. This is what I said last time Last time I was on the show. What if C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young have terrible seasons here in college? I highly mm-hmm. doubt it. But if they have terrible seasons, are we going to be still saying the same thing? Or oh, these guys or these folks gonna be saying the same thing. Because you cannot put all your faith, all your shit. Look at us. We put all our faith that the Falcons was gonna get Jordan Davis and mm-hmm. ended up getting Drake London. Yep. We don't damn know what the hell this season's gonna play out to be. We don't know if these quarterbacks gonna be any good. They could be good in college. But what do these coaches see on tape? Because I, I'm I'm just I'm just saying it like this. It don't matter what. And like I said, it just comes back down to I just want the guy that I want. Fuck the rest of the team. We putting too much emphasis on one position, and this is the issue that that is coming down to. This is where the media becomes at fault for this. We put too much attention on one position. You got twenty two other spots that are out there. Well, twenty one other spots that is out there for sixty minutes. And we're putting all our attention on just one spot, thinking that this one spot is going to take us to the promised land. No, it don't do that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let me say this. This mentality comes from 
and I'm, I'm gonna go all the way left with this. Y'all gonna really get what goes on in the man, what of the mind of Mad Mike. This goes is it's the it's the slave mentality. You go from not having a damn thing, and then when you get free, all you doing is just happy to have a little something something that they give you. They give you a couple of scrap. You go from eating grits, and I love some grits. So it ain't a shot at grits. I love grits, but you go from grits to hey, dang, I can buy you know some oatmeal now. I, I don't have to eat grits all the time. You go to something sweeter. We go from that to something sweeter. Anybody want the? Everybody want. Everybody want a lot. You know. Everybody want the tasty food. Everybody want the lobster. Everybody want the, you know, the good stuff. Everybody want a Ferrari. Everybody want this. They want that. But when it comes down to football players. And how we want y'all would rather lose than actually work for it. Go through a process where you have to work your ass off. Mm-hmm. You want to be given an opportunity because that's what the that's what the draft is all about. They giving you the best odds because you suck. Mm-hmm. This is what the NFL, the NBA draft is about. They giving you the best odds because you suck. I don't want nobody feeling sorry for me. I want to be able to work for my shit. I want to be able to tell people that I earned this shit. I didn't get this because I sucked. I didn't get this because I got fifteen kids and you know somebody got to help us raise these kids and be on, you know, I don't want welfare. That might piss a lot of people off of me saying that, but I don't want welfare. I want to be able to work for my shit. I don't want to get the the, the, the number one pick in the draft because, you know, I want a shot at LeBron or I want a shot at Shaquille O'Neal or I want a shot at Michael Jordan. I don't want that. I want to be able to work for my shit. I would much rather build the Detroit Pistons than have a, 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 a you know a Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman. Why? Because they gritty, they hustle, and they work fucking hard. I love teams like that. They work hard. Nobody cares about this shit. That actually people working hard. Everybody wants the, the 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 new shiny toy, and this is why everybody going at the CJ Stroud because he he can run fast, he can throw far. The same thing with Justin Fields. All these players that everybody want, it it's ironic that every last one of them had the same characteristics, and it goes back to one of the most iconic players that have ever played the game, and that's Mike Vick. People just cannot get over the fact that Mike Vick is not going to come back anymore. Every last player, that every black player that has ever played the game has to have two things. They got to have the ability to throw, and they got to run fast. Everybody that we want, everybody that, we, everybody that we've seen, 
CJ Stroud, Bryce, Cam, Justin. I, I can keep going on and on. All those players have the same exact characteristics. Why is it that? You do a lot of you people have no clue that you are mentally stuck with Mike Vick. You people have not gotten over the fact that Michael Vick is retired. He he and I are the same fucking age. Believe that or not. It's time to get over this shit, bro. He ain't coming back. He don't want to play. There's never going to be another Michael Vick. Get the hell over it. No more. And don't tell me about CJ Stroud as a good passer. That dude is ass. No, he's, okay. a, he's a pocket passer. I, look, I, I'm just saying. I just saw CJ. I don't want to hear. I don't care if he a he ain't even a pocket passer because he ass. Okay, he can throw the ball real hard. That's what he, that's what we seen. I already <laughs> did the film on. All the only thing he does is do throw the damn ball real hard. What are you talking about? Staring down oh, receivers too. Place, talking about staring down receivers too. Staring down. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, look. Look, look, bro. Okay, look, bro. They don't want to know. We already done did. We done already did the fan on them. We already know what he is. If they don't stop staring down receivers, boy. He, he ain't gonna be worth shit. Mm. And that's the and that's the issue with a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks as well is they all tend to stare down receivers because they have the best athletes on the goddamn field. Yeah. That's it. Real quarterbacks do this. You see my eyes doing right now? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Pay attention. Pay close attention and see how many. This is why we always say when you look at quarterbacks, look at the green sticker on the back of the helmet and tell me how many times you see that motherfucker moving. Mm -hmm. That's when you know you got a quarterback right there. If that thing ain't moving that much, he's staring them damn receivers down. Like I said, it's not even a guarantee that he's going to be as successful. The only reason why people think that he's going to be that he'll be successful is because he's at Ohio State. Ohio State always have quarterbacks that put up great numbers. Where's the Ohio State quarterback to where you'd be like, okay, this is the prototype guy in the NFL? I, okay, so let, let me this let, let me disprove another myth too is that oh this is just hot now and we love everything exciting. Everything this exciting is ain't all, <laughs> look, I'm about to say just because it's exciting doesn't mean it's good for you. Not all the time. That ain't that ain't always been the case. Georgia been boring as hell for forever. The Braves been boring as hell forever. The Falcons before Vic, they were boring as hell. We had one of the most boring quarterbacks and offenses in the history of the game. And Chris Miller in that 98 offense. There wasn't nothing exciting about them. All they did was score touchdowns. Go ahead. Oh, you just brought up something. 
all those people that's in Atlanta that crave excitement for the Falcons are the same ones that cheer for the Bulldogs when they're born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want y'all to go ahead, cut that up, and say that. Yeah. You can't say Hotlanta likes excitement when most of the Hotlanta folks root for the Georgia Bulldogs, but the Georgia Bulldogs is not an Atlanta team, and they're boring. They boring as hell. I'm a dog fan, bro. When I tell you, I hate that offense. I despise <laughs> that offense. Don't get me started on that. But yeah. So, so let me add. Let me ask y'all a question: Is excitement really more important? And hold on. Hold on, I gotta go back up here because I actually saw somebody say this. I think it might have been Tony Wright. He said the from white man KJ said you rather look good and lose than look pedestrian and win. Oh boy, I remember that. <laughs> boy, that was nasty, right? That was a nasty quote. That, that, that was nasty work right there. That was nasty work right there. But this is what this is what we saying, man. Like I said, how can like I said, if you're Atlanta and Atlanta craves excitement, but most of those Atlanta fans are Bulldogs fans, in which a team is boring as shit. Mm-hmm. One thing, one thing I'm going to admit right here, right now, and y'all may have never heard anybody say this before. Georgia Tech's triple option offense was one of the most boring things you see on the on the planet. Oh, they ran the ball like a motherfucker. But do you know, do you realize that the Georgia Bulldogs ran the ball almost as much as Georgia Tech? The biggest yep. difference was not only did you have better players, you had better coaching. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's so not lying about that. <laughs> If you pay attention to the philosophies of Georgia and Georgia Tech for the last 15, 20 years, it's been literally almost the same. Mm-hmm. The biggest difference was Georgia was willing to throw the ball at least 15, 20 times a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were throwing the ball eight times a game. Yeah. That shit don't work. Almost identical. It was almost identical philosophy. It, like, that's that's what Georgia has been. So when I hear people say, "Oh, it's just hot," no, y'all talking about the club scene and how people dress, because the, like Georgia has always been boring, excited. We've never been exciting like that. Even when we was run and shoot, we still ran the ball a lot. We ran the ball a lot in that run and shoot. So it wasn't your typical run and shoot passing. Your 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 you know your damn um uh. Mueller, I forget, I forget his name, but he the one uh, right along with uh, June Jones adopted that air raid offense. But Atlanta has always ran the ball. Like even when we had we had Craig Ironhead, Haywood, we had um, Ter- uh, not Terry Rozier, but Ro- I forget Mike Rozier. We had we always had big running backs. So even when we ran the ball, even when we were passing the ball a lot, we still ran the ball just as much. So if you are you if you really are Atlanta, are you really Georgia? And you talk about this is exciting. 
ain't nothing about this city exciting except for basketball. That's probably the most excitement you're gonna get out of this entire state is basketball with Dominique and the human highlight frame and Trey Young. But this is a boring ass state. Or always has been. They tried to make it exciting when Josh Smith was mm-hmm. here, call it the highlight factor. Bruh. <laughs> it, 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 it was until he started trying to shoot threes all the damn time. Like, <laughs> it was. Out of here. Mm-hmm. Real ATL is know that. Right. Real, if you if you from Atlanta, you know that about this state. We've always had boring-ass teams. Always. The dirt. The 98 Dirty Birds was a boring team. They ran the damn ball over 400 times. See, the issue comes, it's not even about running the ball. It's running the ball from a position that's not really traditionally a running position, which is the quarterback position. Yep. You can see the pro see the thing with that is it's not about that it's exciting, it's marketable. It's all mm-hmm. about marketing. It's all about yes, okay, sir. I can market this. I don't give a damn. And e- even though with Michael Vick, you had two winning seasons in six seasons. Mm-hmm. You only had two winning seasons, two two playoff appearances in six, seven years. I, I see something weird that's happened right, right now. Somebody, somebody tell me something. Um, just let me know this because I've seen something weird just happen. We went from having a lot of comments and everybody coming and joking, and then we start making these references and the comments say so it's like we still well, the comments. numbers is still the same, but but we we must got top thinking like, damn, y'all right. We just yeah. I, I just want to know why everybody's so quiet now. That's all. Right. Right. Like I said, like I said, the last that that comment about the excitement it was back in like 927. Boy, it's 934. It about to be 934 right now. <laughs> Quiet motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Like I said, we just we we look this if you are Georgia through and through. There's mm-hmm. nothing about our teams that were exciting except for Trey right. Young and Dominique Wilkins. Right. That's the most exciting excitement that we had. Um, you had Calvin Johnson. Um, you can throw Joe yeah. Hamilton. Like, even that was, Hamilton. That, offense, that was a run first it was, offense. Like, yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was like a run balanced offense with um, uh, the first Keydon Slovis quarterback in Reggie Ball. <laughs> And I will say, <laughs> oh, boy, boy, but, but yeah, oh, like I said, like I said, if we're, it, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna use this reference. It's like, and I'm, I don't usually normally use this reference like this. It's like, it's like a female. Who prioritize a nigga dicking her down more so than providing for? He can hit that. (laughs) He can hit that spot for the female, 
but all his <laughs> other qualities, he can't do shit. He ain't got no car. He ain't got no job. Ooh. He can't spell his name right. <laughs> it, it it's the equivalent of that. It's like a female. It's like a female chasing. It's like it's like a, a certain female chasing a feeling over substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this shit. This shit just got real. I ain't even gonna tell no. Got real. Got real. But these comments just now started coming. <laughs> we apologize, people. Look, look, we, we, we just, look, this is case style of man, Mike. I told you, y'all don't want to know what goes in his head. Yeah, man. You don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> think, think about it. Think, think about it. Think about it like this. Think about this. Most, and then like you said, you, you like I said, most people that are out here struggling in relationships are people that are chasing a feeling more so than chasing the substance. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly what this is. Where we talking about, we need a quarterback that's in sight. No. You're not chasing the substance; you're chasing the feeling. You're chasing the orgasm. They're like that quarterback mm-hmm. makes you orgasm. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead of going after what you really need, we're going after what right. you need. I told y'all, bro, y'all don't want to know what goes in these dogs. What we're talking about, red pill six, man. I'm like, nah, man, he ain't just about the red, red pills. They're talking about red six man tutorials or review. Hey, shout out to the MCR, <laughs> but goddamn, bro. But let but yeah, like I said, that's pretty much how it is. And I and I noticed I noticed now that the CJ Stroud comments and Michael Vick comments that went the hell away. Go, 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 go. <laughs> no DJ Luther lately. No, <laughs> no, he kidding on that one. He kidding on that. He, he that. Just by him saying DJ Luther lately, I know he joking. <laughs> <laughs> that mama might not even be the star quarterback in Clemson. Boy. What oh, the hell you talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, here it go. Mucho Grundy said most fans out here acting and sounding like uh hot girl summer thoughts. That's what they sound like. Hot hot girl summer thoughts over quarterbacks. Y'all can say y'all can tell them I said this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Hell, I might cut this motherfucker up and put this on. They want the bad look. Like you said, they, they, they want the... They want the... Mm, they don't want substance. I'll just say that. They, they, they don't want like substance. That. Like I they said, chasing, I They chasing that orgasm. Like you said, they chasing they that chase, orgasm. They, yeah. Yeah, they chasing mm. the orgasm. Like, like I said, that's good. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, like I said, that, that that's going to that's gonna be the phrase, but... So anytime somebody said we need a tank for such a quarterback, Nancy, tell them. So you're chasing the orgasm, right? Let's see what they say. And that's another myth, too, that excitement sales tickets. No, the fuck it doesn't. Because if you, don't win, like, if you don't win, yeah, once, once again, you chase the orgasm. But over time, that shit gets boring. Mm-hmm. 
So you can be excited at you can be excited at first, but if you still don't win, mm-hmm. that excitement goes away. And motherfucker be looking for the next one that's gonna get them off. We just got rid of a quarterback who was doing the same thing every year. <laughs> Dude. We literally just got rid of the quarterback that's been doing the same thing every year. 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, less than 15, sometimes 15 interceptions every year. If y'all want to know what comment he's talking about, he's talking about this comment right here. Yeah, it said, take us at which first priority any business. Cowboys, like, like, <clears throat> like, let's just say, for instance, if excitement. If, if excitement was what sold tickets, then the C, the, like the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengals, they they should be um, winning every year. Uh, they should be making a lot of money. But th- like the Bengals has been one of those teams. Like they had a good offense, but they still can barely get people in the, in, in the seats like that. Mm-hmm. They're not consistent. They don't sell out a lot of they um they had issues selling out mm-hmm. um games like nobody put them on like the big time moments and stuff like that. When teams don't go don't play the, like these Monday night games and whatnot, they're not making a lot of money. They're not selling a lot of tickets. And that's like that's that's how you, you can't get players to come to your teams when you're not winning games. So mm-hmm. winning game, you can look at the the Green Bay Packers, um, San Francisco, they've been consistent for the most part as far as like them providing a winning culture. The Patriots, um, the Saints for quite some time um, in the last ten years or so, they've been a winning organization. I can go on and on about teams that have always been there, like they've won. Win is what sell like winning is what sell tickets. But but let me ask you a question. And you just said something right here. I just want to reiterate what you just said. You said the Patriots, you said the Steelers, mm-hmm. you said the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Now these are well hell we can even throw the Cowboys in there. Cowboys, you can throw them in there, yeah. These are organizations that always sell tickets no matter what. Am I right? They always be uh-huh. selling the hot sellers yes. and tickets and stuff. Did they care more But while they were selling tickets? Did they care more about the substance or the orgasm? The way that they constructed these teams? Mm-hmm. Did they chase the feeling or did they chase the substance? That's a good one. I want to see what they, they think. Mm-hmm. Nah, because he, he's talking, I know old boy talking about uh, profits is top priority for every business. That is true. That's, that's 32 businesses in different cities. Mm-hmm. Each city has a different population, and each city has a different, right. um, eth- eth- like a demographic where people 
Um, people in Atlanta versus, as I say this, for instance, like there's a lot to do here in Atlanta. There's a lot to do in San Francisco. There's a lot to do in Dallas. There's a lot to do in uh, New York, California. There's a lot to do in them big states. But when you go mm-hmm. to Green Bay, ain't a damn thing to do but ride horses and shit. Like, ride, out, <laughs> ride bikes and through the snow and shit. Like, that ain't shit to do. Like, uh, look, I, I used to spend a lot of my summers in Alabama. I'm I'm straight from the A, but my mama made me go to Alabama a lot of summers. It ain't a oh. goddamn thing to do in Alabama, okay? Right. So you're not right. going to make the same money that you make in Atlanta, Chicago, New York, um, Cali. You're not going to make the same money. So when you sit up here talking about you know, profit, but the profit ain't going to be the same for each state. Mm-hmm. That's where winning comes in, because if you win, you're going to make more money. <laughs> and this is why teams put more emphasis on actually winning games versus right. getting the guy that you can bring in. He's going to say, sign on the Deion Sanders, a free agent, and then you, you got Deion Sanders, but your ass 3-13. and 13. So what good was having that Deion Sanders? He was exciting. They mm-hmm. still lost. <laughs> but he's like, we had we had Michael Vick. He was exciting. We still lost. We still lost. <laughs> See, the issue come down to it is. Hold on, I just had I I, I just I just had a train of thought, and I just lost it for a second. I just lost it for a second. Damn it, I just yeah, lost it. I had I had it. I just lost it. I'm but, a country boy, Tony. I'm look, look, my mom, my mom is from Alabama, okay? My dad is an ATL, but my mom is straight from Alabama. But but like you said, we 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 can we can't be out here trying to get stimulated over some shit like this. You keep, look, 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 you know what they, remember what they always say. You can always chase the girl, but you will never get the girl if you ain't got no money. If you got money, the girls come to you. Oh boy. If you got money, the girls come to you. If you chasing a girl with no money, you ain't finna get a damn thing out of it. <laughs> You got that right. You go. You gonna be. You just gonna be another broke some bitch out here. But if you already got the money, they gonna come. Mm-hmm. So he says nothing to do with you know about <laughs> for real. Well, that's just like this is just like Social Circle Georgia. I already know. I already and Ringo Georgia. Mm-hmm. I already know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like like Cameron here says, what's excited yeah. about losing? Huh? They said they filled up the dome though, but they still lost. And eventually, the Michael Vick excitement started dwindling around 2006. If you hadn't paid attention, I mean, they were shooting birds at the man. They were flipping him because off they got tired of losing. <laughs> exactly. You can't look, 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 bro, look, 
look, like I said, you are one of those guys. You you are one of those type of fans that will chase the orgasm before you chase the substance. You can fill up. You can fill up a state. You can. It can be exciting at first, but if you do not win, the excitement starts dissipating, and it's okay. What now? Mm-hmm. That's telling the female. That, that's like telling a woman. Okay, yeah, you could throw your. You could throw that ass in a circle. What can you do now? I just seen it for mm-hmm. the first month and a half. What can you do now? Can you cook? Can you rub it back? Can you watch the kids? <laughs> Can you stay off the and, phone? And, 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 and like I said, flip the roles reverse. Okay, you put mm-hmm. that you put that thing on her. She's gonna ask you, mm-hmm. okay, what can you do now? Mm-hmm. Do you have a job? Can you provide? Can you protect me? Can you protect your kids? Mm-hmm. Do you love your mama? Do you love your family? How do you treat you? How you treat your family? Right. All of it. Right. So basically. Basically, what this guy's mindset here is he wants the quarterback that makes him feel good. That's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Make you want me it. feel good. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What was on Monster Ball? She was like, <laughs> she was like, make me feel good. Make, make me feel good. God damn. God damn. He was tearing her ass up in that living room, boy. <laughs> That, that what that's he, see, that's what they want. They 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 want somebody to tear that ass up in the living room. <laughs> Shoot, Holly right. Berry talking about make me feel good. What was that make Billy Bob Thor like? Like they, they got a hand around the throat like. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> that's what they want. They want to be. I'm gonna say say it like that. They want to be fucked. They don't want to be serenaded. They want to be fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, man, we're gonna go ahead and oh wind up This will be on the, this will be on our uh man, we podcast. Might, so you guys, man, we might we, 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 might, we, we might get so many down votes for this damn video. Anytime you hear somebody talk about um Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, just tell them we're gonna watch Monster Ball. Make me feel good. Make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they thought they they Ooh. they thought they thought people hated us then. Now we come up with this kind of comment, boy. These folks gonna hate us. They already do. I don't get it, man. <laughs> They're gonna be man verse right there. Make me feel good. <laughs> oh shit. CJ Stroud, brush up, make me feel good. <laughs> man, so Mike, you got any final words you want to say for the people tonight, man? The final word is this. Um it's okay. It's all right. It's so um nah. Uh, I, I wanna end with this. I'm I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say it again. AJ Terrell has gotten better every year that he's turned pro. Y'all say heard me say time and time again, I give players three years to prove that they are elite. Well, he's going on that third year. 
he's gotten better. Hold on, it's been three years. He was just in 19, right? 2020. 20. All right, yeah, so, so he's, he's he going, was, he's going into his third year. He's going into his third year. This is that year. He's improved and, and within one year. That's just like that's remarkable to have a guy in his second year have the numbers. And I'm talking about numbers across the board at defensive back. Across the board, AJ Terrell has gotten better. And it's it's just amazing to see a guy. It, it, it's almost Grady Jarrett is like Grady Jarrett came in as a player. All right, we knew that he was a three tech coming in. He made a little bit of impact, but that second year, we just saw Grady just turn into an absolute monster, man. Like he turned into a damn monster, and that's where I see AJ Terrell. This is the season for him to in my opinion, become that elite corner. I'm not ready to say that he's an elite corner, but if he plays like he played this past season, this year, oh, he's elite. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to continue to say this. I still think he is the best corner in the league. Um, money and contracts don't mean you're the best in the league. And interceptions, we already this. The one want to go down that road, but interceptions don't mean you're the best corner in the league, especially when you look at the numbers, giving up a thousand yards, um, all by your lonesome. Um, and then you see Jalen Ramsey falling and slipping. I'm falling, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. And you won't sleep, I'm falling. You see him doing that all throughout the playoffs, but nobody checked him on that. Nobody said, Yeah, he's overrated. Had that been AJ Terrell in the playoffs doing all that falling on the ground, this man was on the ground. Look, Miss Thane was on the ground, pussy popping the whole damn playoffs. Okay, pussy, pussy was, popping on the handstand. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you don't make me that that Stop, everybody. Stop, know that, stop, man. stop. <laughs> nah, don't 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 even go don't even go there, bro. Don't even go there. I'll let it go. But that man was on the ground a lot during that playoff. The the film is there for you to see it for yourself. You ain't gotta believe it. You can watch it for yourself. I don't remember AJ Terrell falling on the ground and slipping and falling and doing all that. I remember AJ going up for you know tip passes coming down, you know, down there breaking his shoulder out because he had a concussion like aj terrell when he goes out he he going out because he's one of those guys what i said today what i need to see from kyle pitts is that intensity that's what i need to see from kyle pitts this year is that intensity so i need to see exactly that from aj terrell i'm probably the lone person on that but i still think aj terrell is the number one corner in the league I don't think there's a a bit of guy um, that has all of the techniques down. The dude is technically sound, bro. And the last technically sound corner that we had was Desmond Trufant, you know, before the injuries. We're talking about before the injuries. I don't know what it is. I'll just leave it at that. 
<laughs> your heart will melt if I put a thousand in your garden. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I look, mm. right uh, fans don't hate me, man. I look, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that man, sassy. I don't even try to act like I'm the only one. But, but, um, hello, hello. But hold on, let me let me go ahead and do this right. Let me go ahead and do this right. Yeah, I gotta yeah, I gotta do I gotta do this right. I gotta do this. You know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this in song form tonight. So we definitely appreciate everybody tuning in. To the cooler talk Q and A on Monday nights. So make sure you go ahead and continue to subscribe, like, comment, share. Not only Mad My Sports, but Six Man K Styles as well. Let's cut it down a little bit so y'all can hear my voice a little bit better. We're gonna go. On, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna end my. I'm gonna end mine on this. It's pretty much going to be on the same thing we talked about. He said a per- he said an interesting comment here. He said that the Georgia Dome was empty before Michael Vick. You do realize that make that that sounds very that's a very bad thing to say right there, because you just exactly made my point. When you're chasing that feeling that made me feel good feeling when your body tingles all over when you see this guy when you see this quarterback when you see this player that makes you feel good all inside makes you feel good about yourself that makes you feel good you put that over the rest of the guys this is what we're talking about. And this is the issue that we are having in the divide of the Atlanta Falcon fan base. We put our own stimulation over the substance of the team. And if that player doesn't fit that stimulation, then we already throw them out the gate. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, as we end this show off the right way. Like we always say here, make it make sense. The time for us to be out here trying to chase that bad, that, 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 that bad shit. We need to get away from that. We need to chase and go after the people that's going to make this team better. I don't give a damn about none of them exciting players. When we had exciting players, 
we never had a back-to-back winning season. When we had the boring players is when we were winning. Mm. So, if you have that same energy of embracing the Georgia Bulldogs, if you have that same energy for the Atlanta Braves growing up, just like Mike said, you give that same energy. Scientifically, an excitement only lasts only but a little piece of time. Excitement only lasts like a flame on a candle. Eventually, that candle's going to burn out. And when that candle burned down and you ain't got no more candle, what else you got to look forward to? Mm -hmm. And every comment ends with the name Sillies. I'm going to leave that alone. So, until next time, people, we ain't here to play. Mm-mm. Hold on, hold on. Let me say one more thing. My guy, <clears throat> you played yourself. With that one comment alone, you destroyed your whole narrative. So, until next time, we ain't here to play. No, no. We here to stay. You ain't got to go home. No, no. But what we do, Mike? Hell up here. The unholy alliance. The unholy alliance is not going anywhere. Put your money on that.